Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 193 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about patella inferior syndrome, which is another source of anterior knee pain, which we've talked about quite a bit uh, this year on our podcast show. And we'll be talking about what patella inferior syndrome is. We'll be reviewing some of the causes of it, how to recognize it, which is going to be very important. And then we'll throw out a few treatment tips also. But if you don't mind holding for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Hello and welcome back everyone. So it's been a super busy week for me. Um, it all started when I was assisting uh, Dr. Susie Lachowski uh, from Glass Training and Education and who is also the Director of Exercise Science at the American International College doing a super blood flow restriction training certification course um, which went very, very well and well received um, and uh, we've had some great uh, comments uh, about how that went. Um, and then I was on staycation for a week and uh, I had a huge list, but I was able to accomplish everything that I needed to do and um, just starting to wind down a little bit. And I thought, you know, it'd be great to do a little podcast on patella inferior syndrome because while I was home on staycation, bumped the front of my knee and, you know, my podcasting brain cells start working when something like that happens. And I started thinking, you know, it would be a good idea to be talking about patella inferior syndrome, otherwise known as patella baja and um, because it's very important to recognize what this problem is early and even more importantly to try to prevent it from happening in the first place okay so what is it well basically it's just an abnormally low patella now there are some of us that are born with patella baja or patella infera and it's not a problem if it's not symptomatic okay so there are many people out there who have it. The problem is if you've had a trauma or surgery and suddenly that patella is sitting lower than it should, um, you need to think of two things, okay? You need to be thinking, number one, is there something in the the soft tissues inferior to the patella that are becoming scarred down or contracted, tightening up, not allowing the patella to move superiorly, or is the quad shutting down and not pulling that patella superiorly. And we talked about this a little bit in our episode 189 when we talked about reflex inhibition, okay, of the quadriceps. And if that quad is shut down, maybe there's pain, maybe there's instability, uh, inflammation, swelling in that knee, that quad's not going to pull very hard. Therefore, the patella sits low and the patella tendon can start to scar down. You could develop some arthrofibrosis around the knee. And then this pain can cause, you know, more shutdown 
you can start to lose the ability to flex the knee. And I know I've really emphasized the importance of gaining good knee extension after surgery or after injuries because that helps your quad function better. We know that a lack of extension uh, causes weakness and it causes chronic pain, patellofemoral dysfunction, and many other issues. But Flexion is also important, Um, and so if you don't start flexing that knee early enough, then you're going to develop this tightness of the inferior um, tissues just below the kneecap, and your quad's not going to function very well, and therefore you end up with you know a chronic knee pain type of issue. So the big takeaway here is that prevention is the key. So you really want to start after after an, it might be an injury, trauma, fracture, patella fracture, femoral fracture, ACL reconstruction, especially if you're using a bone patella tendon bone. Um, and so you, you want to make sure that you start this early range of motion, but safely. So this is important that you review the operative report and also talk to the surgeon about how to um, manage this, you know, and, and can you start to move that knee early enough? And so it's going to be very important that you do that safely. Now, let's talk a little bit about patella mobilization. I think that this is very, very important right after knee injuries or knee surgery. The peripatellar structures can scar down pretty quickly. And the way I like to stretch that um, that patella tendon is I get right in front of the patient. I have them sitting down with their back up against the, the back of a table or up against a wall and the knees in full extension. I take the web space of my hand and I put it on that inferior patella and I give a nice low load, long duration stretch. And Sometimes I'm pushing quite hard because you need to remember that the patella tendon is extremely, extremely strong. It takes about 2,000 pounds of linear force to uh, tear that patella tendon. So, you know, don't worry. You're never going to push it hard enough to, to tear it unless you've just had a reconstruction of that, okay? So if it's just stiffness and tightness of that patella tendon, you can give it some pretty good pressure. And interestingly, patients find that fairly comfortable. They don't usually have a lot of trouble with that, but you need to dissipate the force throughout the whole patella. And I do a low load, long duration stretch, um, and that will give you that that tensile strength, a stretch that is going to be much more helpful than just really short mobilizations of the patella. You know, just quick oscillations doesn't cut it. You need to hold for a long period of time. And then I jump right on quadricep reactivation, and that might be simply quad sets, straight leg raises. I might be using biofeedback, and if they can't fire up their quads, I'm throwing some Russian stimulation on there, trying to fire up that quad some. And, um, you know, once you get that activated, then everything inferior to the to the kneecap is going to really stay stretched out, okay? So it's always better to prevent it from happening than to let it get tight and then try to loosen it later, okay? And um, if you don't succeed and these people, you know, some people out there just scar down really hard and uh, they're hard to mobilize, sometimes they require surgery and they, they need a release or, um, you know, a, a tibial tubercle, uh, elevation or something like that. Uh, So again, folks, the key is be preventative, 
Think about this ahead of time. Don't let it get into a situation where that uh, inferior part of the knee gets really stiff. So that is our talk today on patella inferior or patella baja. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please send me your questions and uh, don't forget to jump on our YouTube channel because we have great videos there explaining multiple knee, shoulder, foot, and ankle, neck, back problems with actual patients who have issues so that you can see how we address them sometimes in the evaluation part and also how we treat some of these. Um, so again, folks, till next time, take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there. 